Hello, all you beautiful people out there in the world. Welcome back to Just Right, a podcast created by me, Lisa Loeb, to discuss all things related to indie writing and publishing and hobbyists and all those good things surrounding independent authors and writers. I have been on a bit of a hiatus. Um, Life kind of happened, (laughs) kind of got in the way of um, all the wonderful creative and inspiring things that I had in mind for the general public and myself. Um, So I am trying to end this year with a bang by finishing some of the things I started a couple of months ago. Um, So yeah, that's what's up. Um, If you follow me on Instagram and any other social media, um, I haven't been exceptionally active lately either um, due to said hiatus, but I will be um, coming back after the Thanksgiving holiday to, like I said, end this year with a bang, and that also includes more podcast episodes that will be dropping shortly. So a little recap of the last episode, which was also the first episode, (laughs) because after I recorded that one, everything kind of exploded. So um, last episode, I just basically introduced myself, talked a little bit about my experience as an indie writer, um, why anyone should listen to me, And, um, yeah, so basically I've been writing since I was about seven years old. I've been, uh, published for about 10 years. I've had a short-term book publishing contract through a small press that, um, ended up dissolving. So, um, you know, it was about a, a two-year deal. Well, it started out as a three-year deal, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, so otherwise I've been independently published and currently I have seven books that are available, five of which are part of a long running series. Um, and I'll get into a little bit, um, more personal things about that series later. But this episode, I wanted to talk about how, how one might decide to take writing as a hobby or an an ideal hobby and turning it into potentially a profession or a career. So the one thing that I would say this takes is passion. As with anything that one does whenever um, you know, they want to potentially create a living. And, and I know that we look at celebrities like musicians and actors and things like that. They're all passionate about their craft. And that's no different when it comes to writers. There's a lot of work that goes into being an independent author. The reason why I say that is because we are a one-man show. We don't have other people pushing our marketing. We don't have other people fronting us money for um, our books. We don't have other people doing the things that the big publishing houses do. So you have to kind of be prepared 
to be everything wrapped all into one you know lovely little package (laughs) um however the first and most important thing is you know setting out about writing your book in the first place so how do you take it from a hobby into a career well the first thing is you just have to kind of decide that you want to undertake a project of writing a book and you can start small you can start with writing a short story you can start with writing a novella and if you're not sure what a novella is it's basically a um, short novel that's around uh, that's less than 40,000 words and 40,000 words if you get it on a standard paperback print it's probably about 240 pages so um, if you take that smaller you think maybe like a hundred and fifty something like that those are smaller um, novels so just set about to determining what you want to do now there's two different well really three different kinds of writers the first kind is a plotter they're the person who wants to know and needs to know every single aspect of what's going to happen in the story from A to Z. They're going to know everything about their characters. They're going to know everything about what um, setting they're writing in. Some people um, world build. So that's popular if you write fantasy. Um, and, and that's another thing too. It, to me, I don't feel like genre is as important from the beginning because sometimes books can fit into very uh, broad genres. So for example, my books are considered paranormal romance, but they also fit into dark fantasy. They also fit into just normal fantasy. They fit into romance. So there's so many different subgenres. So I wouldn't worry about that to start. Um, The next thing is, you know, that those plotters are going to have either notebooks or index cards or something to keep them organized in writing all of that stuff. And that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with being a plotter. Um, then you have what, what we in the industry call pantsers. And those are the people who write by the seat of their pants, meaning they don't have any particular, um, any particular thing planned out. They're going to kind of let it take its course and they're going to, um, allow the book to or the story rather to transform as they write it so sometimes that means they're going to you know just kind of let things happen as they happen or that means that they're they have a general they have a general idea of what they want to occur and they decide that they're they're going to write in that kind of way um then the third way is a plotter and a pantser meaning someone who both plots out a story and also pants a story meaning they will plot out a majority of it and then they get to a point where they just kind of write whatever comes to mind um you don't have to coin yourself as any one particular thing there's a lot of people that fit in more than one basket when it comes to that but if you're generally a person who enjoys making lists and being prepared you're probably going to be a plotter Um, On the contrary, if you're someone who, um, what is it, they, who likes to, uh, you know, 
go by the beat of your own drum, <laughs> then you're probably going to be a pantser. And then if, of course, if you're somewhere in between where you're like, I need to write this down because I need to at least have some sort of direction, um, but then you kind of let your characters do the talking, you're going to fit somewhere in the middle. And that's okay. The one thing to know is that there is no formula for writing. Everyone has their own style. Everyone has their own things that they do, and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. So keep that in mind for sure whenever you're writing because the one thing that you shouldn't worry about is whether you're doing it right because there's no such thing. Um, the next thing is to make sure that you try to get some sort of writing in every day. It can be garbage. Like you can just write something that it, that you know isn't going to go anywhere, but just to get yourself into the practice of writing. Now, I can tell you from personal experience, this is hard. This is one of the hardest aspects, especially if you're like me and you're a working mom and you have children and, you know, other responsibilities that requires your attention. It is very hard to etch out that time every day. But, you know, um, if you're in the car on your commute, use text to talk. You might have to fix it later because sometimes it says weird words or phrases in place of something else, but at least you've done something. Um, also, if you're, you know, if you ride a bus or if you carpool, you can also write that way. Um, if you have a laptop or a tablet, you can bring it with you to work or wherever, and you can write on your lunch break or whatnot. Um, me personally, I have a notebook that I use to jot down notes. And then I also have one of those little index card um, notebooks that I use for plotting. So um, I'm kind of a, a plotter and a pantser, <laughs> um, a planter or whatever you wanna call it. Um, so I will write out the general idea of what I want to happen, but I don't necessarily stick to that. Um, I only, I only do that because sometimes I think of things that are really good ideas, but I don't have an opportunity or a way at that time to actually sit down and write. So I carry those things with me everywhere I go um, in the event that I need or I have the time to write something down. Um, you have a plethora of options if you have a smartphone. There are so, so many tools that you can use to record a voice reminder if you need um, to remind yourself of a story snippet um, or a note for yourself if you don't have time to physically write it down. Um, so yeah, I mean, find whatever tools are out there for, you know, making notes and, and use that to your advantage. Um, the next thing that's important is don't worry about editing right off the bat. And, and I don't mean editing as in like making sure that you're not misspelling words or losing, missing punctuation. What I mean by editing is don't write a passage and then go back through it five times and correct it because 
most of the time the first draft that you write is going to be torn to shreds anyway because by the time it gets edited and it well, heavily edited for real and the time that you need it to be you know the final draft um it's not going I mean it's not going to be the same I mean it's going to be it's going to transform itself so many times based on what your story needs so it's just really redundant for you to edit so as affectionately as I can say just write just write write the story it doesn't have to be perfect the first time in fact it won't be perfect the first time I can definitely tell you um from my experience that if you were to publish whatever it was that you wrote the very first time you wrote it it would be horrendous not because you're a terrible writer or not because you can't put, you know string sentences together but it would be terrible because you would not have the structure and the um, corrections and you know making sure that you're not missing words and punctuation and all of those things that make you know the basic editing for grammatical errors even necessary um, and and readers do care about that but it's not necessary when you're writing your first draft because nobody's gonna see it right away so just write just sit down take your 30 minutes or hour or however long you have and just hash out all the details and get it out on paper or on the screen or however you choose to write and make sure that that you're sticking to your guns that you're like nope this is my writing time this is what I'm gonna do you know every day from 5 to 6 or every night from 10 to 11 or every morning from 4 to 5 bless you because I cannot wake up that early in the morning Ugh. Um, but yes so do however it is you need to do to get it done once you make your mind up that you're going to decide to do this and you're going to make your dream a reality or you're going to take your idea and and see how it looks on paper and you're going to test your chops so to speak of you know all of your life lessons <laughs> and and uh, whatnot that you've had over your lifetime um, then you know you can you can see how well you flourish and I can tell you it's hard it is very hard and most writers um, and if, if you follow for example the hashtag writer community on Instagram you'll see what I mean whenever most writers talk about how we struggle just writing in the first place because we know how much work it is and it's just such a daunting task a lot of the time and we're like oh we have such a great idea we're gonna write it down Ooh, look I got a notification on Facebook <laughs> um, and that's normal so don't feel like you're failing because you haven't written anything in a week or two don't feel like you're failing because your motivation is gone don't feel like you're failing because every time you sit down at the computer you can't focus because that's normal that's life things happen um, the only thing that would make you fail is if you never decided to continue moving forward um, you can you can write a sentence a day all that matters and what makes you successful in whatever you're trying to do is the fact that you're not giving up 
And I know that different people measure success differently, and that's okay. But I'm telling you, from a independent and once young writer perspective, that the only failure you're going to have is the failure to continue to live out your dream. And if your dream is to one day publish a novel, or if your dream is to one day potentially have you know, a huge following like, you know, Twilight, Hunger Games, Fifty Shades of Grey, Harry Potter even. Um, if you're, if you're looking at any of these and you're saying, man, I would love to have people just gushing over my characters and my world and all of these things, it's 100% possible, but you have to put your mind to it and you have to make the small steps in order to make the large ones. So that being said, that is the first step in deciding to take your hobby or your idea and make it into a potential career. You have to, to make that choice to take those small steps. And if you don't take those small steps, the only person you can blame is yourself because nobody else can tell you that you can't do it except for you. And that being said, if you have anyone in your life who does tell you that you can't do things, screw them. Because every single one of us has an uh, has a potential to do amazing things with the skills that we have and you don't need to let someone else's opinion of what you want to do with your life affect how you feel a- about that thing so for example if you love dancing and you're good at it you may not be great but you're good at it And you know that you're good at it and you feel it in your bones. Every time the music starts, it gives you shivers and chills. And every time that you are around other people who are also dancers, you mesh well together and you have, you know, such this this weird bond that you can't explain because of this passion that you share. And then you have that one person that says, well, you know, you can't make a living on that. All you have to do is look at them and say, okay, maybe you can't make a living on that, but I'm going to do what I love and there's nothing you can do to stop me. The fact of the matter is that people who see other people living out their passions and their dreams, typically they, you know, they get a little jealous. And the reason why is because usually they have a dream or they have something that they love that they've either been told that they can't do. Or maybe they don't even know what that thing is. They don't know what's going to spark their their creativity or their inspiration or their motivation. And when they see someone else who is genuinely happy and doing those things, they hate it <laughs> because it makes them feel bad. And it's sad. And, you know, one day I hope that everybody can find their thing and be able to do that thing unapologetically. Um... But until then, you can't allow someone else's negativity and and bias against what you're doing um, thwart your your success and your creativity and your inspiration. So the amount of people who, you know, say you can't do it, that's where you just put your middle finger in the air as you walk out the door and you say, watch me because bitches, I'm going to make it happen. (laughs) So step one down, right? (laughs) Step two, um, clearly after you write your book, um, you got a lot of work to do. 
So I'm going to tell you a couple of things that, that typically come up as an independent author and things that you may need to set up even before you're done. So I typically recommend to people that what they want to do, um, if they're going to decide to make this a career, is they need to start branding themselves. And what that means is you need to decide how you want people to recognize who you are based on a couple of things. So it could be um, a particular genre that you decide that you want to write. So if, like for me, me, for example, I enjoy fantasy novels. It's not the only ones that I read, but it's the ones that I enjoy writing the most because to me, it creates an escape from everyday life. And most of the time when people read, they don't want to be, um, you know, bogged down in real life stuff. There are people who love drama, you know, reading contemporary books and drama books and stuff, and that's fine. But the fantasy market is massive, and it's one that I prefer to write in. So, um, I coin myself as a fantasy, romance, sci-fi author. Um, there are some sci-fi books that I have up my sleeve. I just haven't released them yet. <laughs> um, but even still, you know, I always have my um, color scheme in like blues and greens and very based in like nature type because those are things that I resonate with um, being an earth sign and all. Um, I resonate with, you know, nature and all of that. Um, So those things speak to me. So I brand myself in that same way where I, um, I use things that people are going to recognize like, oh yeah, that's a book by Lisa Logue. And you know, that's, that's typically what you do. Now, not everybody has a niche or a thing that they know right off the bat and that's okay. The one thing that you can do is you can create, you can ask someone, um, if, and if you're savvy with graphics, then that's fine, but you can ask someone, um, to create you a logo that's just a monogram, just your initials. Um, and of course, not everyone uses a pen name. Some people use their real name. I prefer not to use my real name just because I like some semblance of privacy when it comes to um, my family and things like that. But um, you don't have to use a pen name. You can use whatever name you want. But you can just create a monogram with your initials in a, in a pretty script or pretty color. Or if you're a guy, I mean, you can even do pretty stuff if you're a guy. I mean, I don't care. It's your prerogative. But, but it's creating a brand around yourself because you don't want to, you don't want to be known just for the one book that you may write. You want to be known for yourself who happens to have written this book. (laughs) Um, and I say that because I feel like whenever authors, um, push one book primarily and they make themselves synonymous with that book if they ever try to write a different genre then they're going to have a hard time with people who are used to the type of book that they write because that person is going to be like wait this isn't you know romance or this isn't fantasy or whatever and they may not be happy with that book so I would just say to find something that is aesthetically pleasing to you and use that thing as your brand find out you know, what you like. Um, and you can always find 
ways to connect with other writers. And I know that I mentioned the hashtag writer community on Instagram. There's also, um, if you are a woman who writes fiction, there is women writing fiction on Instagram. That's one of the groups that I'm in. And it's a wonderful group of women. Some are um, experienced authors, some are newbie authors, and we all kind of share ideas and um, inspirations and all of that. And so you can reach out to anyone in those kinds of groups. There's so, so many that are out there. Um, you can look on Facebook, you can look on Instagram, which Instagram right now is, is definitely a hot um, spot for writers. And Twitter is huge for writers. If you search the hashtag writer community on Twitter, you will come up with everyone and their mama because everybody's on there. Um, so definitely try to reach out. Um, also search other hashtags of authors who are in that genre, you know, fantasy author, fantasy writer, fiction writer, sci-fi writer, whatever you want to do. Um, there's, there's so, so many. Um, and kind of take a look. Also, a big thing is to continue to read. Read the books in the genres that you want to write in. Because if you don't read in those books, you're not going to know what exactly, what elements you want to include in yours. Because, you know, we're never going to be 100% original. There's always going to be something that was done before us. Like, just like the movie industry. They're rebooting everything because <laughs> a lot of the time it's like, well, we ran out of ideas. Well, it's not too much different in books. There's not a whole lot of things that haven't been done. It's just in the way you do it. Um... But you may find that there's one particular type of thing about these kinds of books that you hate and you don't want to include. So you're not going to know that until you read. But the beauty of reading books in the genres you want to write is that you get to see how other authors have branded themselves. So definitely look up some of your favorite authors and see how they conduct themselves. See how they have their social media set up or their website or their blog or however it is that they connect. Um, and you can piggyback off of what they do. There's no, there's no right or wrong. Um, but it's, you know, you also need to make it your own. For example, I don't like constantly talking about just me writing. I like funny memes. I like, you know, sayings that make me laugh. I like things that are borderline inappropriate. <laughs> I don't mind curse words. I don't mind talking about drinking wine and crying on the toilet while my kids are scratching at the door to come in. And that's real life to me. And I enjoy talking about those things. So on my profile, you'll see me talking about real life and what it's like to be a mom who is also a working mom, who is also a writer, who is also an independent author, and who is also a part of this community, um, and who also records a podcast while I'm driving home from work. <laughs> um, you'll see all these things because that's me and that's who I am, and I prefer being real to being manufactured because that's, that's just the way I like to conduct myself. I prefer people to know that if they send me a DM, they're going to they're gonna talk to the same person who posted the picture of, you know, my hair up in a bun while I'm drinking some wine and have a three-year-old hanging off my arm. Like, all of that is real. That's me. You're going to get, you're, like, what you see is what you get. And so that's what I put out on social media. That's what you're going to get. Um, and that's, that's what I prefer. If you are someone 
who wants to be <laughs> more polished than I am in, in the, you know, life of, of being a writer, then that's what you want to project out in social media and out into the world. Then that is your 100% your prerogative. That's what you want to do. And nobody is going to tell you that it's wrong because that's, you know, that's what you want to do. That's just not me. That's not how I roll. So do find, find what makes it more, um, more like yourself. Find what makes it feel like you. Find where you're comfortable and where you know you're going to um, enjoy having discussions and talking about whether it's your book or writing or reading um, in a way that people know is uniquely yours. So branding yourself is the next step in making this into a career. The last thing that I would say is um, a next step into making this a career is going to be researching online marketing, social media marketing, and even researching um, book marketing, Amazon, what have you. The reason why I say that is because about 80% of what we do as independent authors is marketing and we all hate it. <laughs> we hate it. I have not met a person yet who enjoys marketing their books because that's not, you know, that's not what we enjoy. We enjoy the writing aspect of it. And the fact that we have to market is just because we don't have anyone backing us to do it for us. So if you're signed with a traditional publisher, they do a lot of those things for you. Not everything. You still have to do a certain amount of the marketing on your own. But they do a lot of the marketing for you because that's where they're putting some of their investment in. They are going to create ads. They're going to create you know, um, a book trailer. They're going to put all this stuff out there for you. But you don't have the ability to do that. So along with you creating yourself a, a brand you need to network with other people in the writer community by you know asking hey do you know any graphic artists if you are not so inclined who can create book covers and book trailers and ads and all of these things do you also know anyone who maybe they have a schedule that they put their posts on social media or their website or their blog like find out all of these things because this is the kind of stuff that we have to do and I know that that doesn't sound very complicated and for some people it isn't but for me because I already have a full plate as it is it becomes a lot of work and a lot more work sometimes than what I feel like I'm capable of doing so I actually lean pretty heavily on my um, immediate writer group, there's a handful of us who continuously talk to each other throughout the day and we, you know, ask for opinions and share ideas and, you know, whatnot. Those people are the ones who are kind of like my, uh, my backbone. <laughs> These are the women who are the ones who are going to help me be successful because they hold me accountable for the things that I say I'm going to do or that I want to do. They make sure that if I, if I've told them, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. They remind me and they say, Hey, you need to get off your ass and do this thing because you need to do it. And that's what you need sometimes is people to do those things. So I would say try to network with some people while you're on the, the way to try to find resources um, and, and find out what you can get help with with marketing because marketing, like I said, it's about 80% of what we do. 
Um, and as you're doing those things, a lot of the other stuff will come up. Like, how do I sell my book? Where do I go to put this stuff? And blah, blah, blah. All of that will kind of come in, come to pass because other people will just talk about it naturally. And you'll find out those things. But of course, I'm going to do more... Um, episodes about some more specific things but I just wanted to kind of break into the the first steps like what do I do how do I do this thing like how do I make this a reality because right now my reality is I have a bunch of notebooks with a bunch of junk in there and I don't know what the hell I'm doing and that's totally fine because the rest of us are exactly doing the same thing (laughs) um I have a ton of notebooks with a ton of information and I have no idea half the time what I'm doing but I'm still doing it and that's what that's what matters is that I have decided that come hell or high water I'm gonna do this thing um, and also don't be afraid to make mistakes don't be afraid to reinvent yourself um, I have been publishing books for 10 years um, I haven't been publishing books consecutively for 10 years I published some books over the last 10 years and I need to continue to do so, but it's been so long that I'm having to revamp a lot of what I'm doing. Um, so that also means that I'm working on rebranding myself to a degree. I'm working on changing around some things. I'm working on a more um, connected and more um more sensical way of approaching my social media and all of the things that I need to do in the way of marketing myself and branding myself and um and then I'm also working on totally revamping the series that I wrote 10 years ago so um don't be afraid to decide one day that you know I need a fresh start I need a new beginning so if, if you're listening and you're not a new author, maybe you are one like me who's kind of seasoned a bit, I make myself sound old, <laughs> but you're kind of seasoned a bit in the industry and you're kind of feeling stuck and you're like, damn it, I just, I don't know where to go from here. I feel like everything I do is useless. I feel like it doesn't really matter whether I write a book right now or not because nobody's going to buy it. Like if that's the thoughts you have because I have those thoughts too um you're not alone and don't be afraid to start over act like you're brand new um put the training wheels back on and decide that you know what I need to I need to to get this thing rolling again and I need to you know I need to be like a virgin (laughs) I need to do it like it's the very first time and might be a little painful I might have some some uh, some issues to start but I know that it'll pay off in the end because I know more now than I did I I can you know uh, get a little bit farther than I would have the first time around it won't take me as long but I gotta start at the beginning and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that because again the only way that you won't be successful is if you just stop moving forward so pick yourself up dust yourself off do your hair flip like Lizzo says (laughs) and make sure that you know you you come up with a plan and you find a good support system 
and you can get it done for sure. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that all of us have the ability to be successful in this business and in however you measure success. So that being said, folks, I am heading towards the end of the show here. Next show, I haven't decided exactly what I'm going to talk about yet, but um, I hope that I will be able to be just as empowering and uplifting. Um, I may even have a friend along for the ride. Who knows? We'll see. Um, But I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving as this episode is going to be out the week of Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, so if anybody wants to follow me or reach out to me, you can go to lisalogbooks.com. That's L-I-S-A-L-O-G-U-E-B-O-O-K-S.com. And you can reach me there and follow me on social media. And I look forward to talking with you guys. If you have any questions, drop me a line and I'll see you next time.